0: This episode is dedicated to the icon Takara. Things that make you go ha! Huh? Things, things that make you go huh? Things that make you go huh? Things
1: things that make
0: make you go, go, huh huh huh. huh? huh? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the second ever episode of Ha huh? huh? with Clara and Finn. I'm your host Finn
1: and I'm your host Clara.
0: Each week, we talk about a truly terrible and wild episode of TV and dive into all the things that make us go, huh?
1: And this episode had so many things to make us go, huh?
0: It truly did.
1: Um, and I'm really excited to dive in. No spoilers yet. Um, I'm very excited. Yeah, um, me too.
0: And um, before we do that, Clara, I'd just like to check in with you. So yeah,
1: let's just have a nice little how are you calm, doing, calm moment at the start of the podcast. Um, I'm doing okay. Mm, mm. um, it's been a it's been a hard week, but I'm good. I'm ready for um to get this podcast rolling.
0: You know, there's a lot of wild energy in at the in the air at the minute, and I think you know airy season is starting. I was just so say, there's a freshness coming. And you yeah. told me
1: something about airy starting. You said it was gonna be good.
0: Yeah, I think Probably. it will be. I think it will be. I think we have to wait and see. Mm. And,
1: uh, maybe this this episode is the start of, of, of Aries Energy coming.
0: Yeah, because I I this will be out when Aries is mm. kicking into full force.
1: So maybe you, you can sense that. But how are you doing?
0: I'm okay. Yeah, it's been my birthday week, so that's been cool. Um, got a lot of nice gifts and one that might help us in a minute. Yeah, uh, so... <laughs> Today is a special episode of her because we are recording with a brand new microphone that I got for my birthday.
1: We're so excited. I spent about mm, 20 minutes setting you up. It probably didn't need that much. It was probably just um, me being about it. But... So impressed with that, by the way. Um, yeah, I did it well while Finn was on a call. Yeah. And we love it. So shout mm-hmm. out to Finn's parents. Yeah, thank you gift. so
0: much. You're making the podcast a better experience yeah. every time. <laughs> And I just cannot wait to discuss this week's episode, which is, drumroll please, America's Next Top Model, otherwise known as Mm ANTM. So it's, this episode is Cycle or Season 3, Episode 5. Yeah. Which is insanely called the girl who cries when she looks in the mirror (laughs) (laughs)
1: because every episode of this season of america's next model and most seasons i can't promise you all because tyra does love to switch it up but most seasons um it's like the girl who does this thing that happens in the episode
0: yeah and i've never watched this show before (laughs) whereas i know you've seen a lot of it yeah it's a big
1: big childhood favorite of mine don't know what that says about me but very comforting used to watch it a lot Um, Marathon it so I've probably seen like every season a few times like because I still find it comforting so like when lockdown began last March I was doing a bit of an ANTM rewatch with shout out to Esme's uh, Hulu account so I was excited to dive back into it I know
0: and I am just gonna really rely heavily this week on your insider knowledge of Mm. ANTM because I'm going in blind Mm.
1: I think I do know quite a lot I have seen probably every episode a few times
0: See, I feel like I know its references, but I've never actually looked at the show itself and like mm. sort of like got into it from that perspective. So I'm yeah, I'm really excited to see what we both mm. have written down in our notes for this episode.
1: I have such strong memories of it. Oh,
0: What was its so what is what would be the equivalent of America's Next Top Model for me? like what for
1: you yeah hmm. that comforts you i
0: think my parents are aliens maybe maybe Interesting. i always watch that on like bit, off school days and stuff bit like of that
1: oh out of the blue curveball i that know was. i know i did used to like that
0: maybe we'll cover that maybe in future we will episodes. oh because
1: then that guy the guy who's the alien in that Brian. i remember showing up all the time everywhere in so many tv shows like he was in fresh meat
0: and did you see that video of him dancing to king princess no. at a festival he's a big king princess fan. oh my god that's Is incredible that, yeah. news yeah <laughs> i
1: can really picture him it's i have right. seen king princess live so i've been to a king princess so concert could, so i know the energy know of the king princess vibe, from that. vibe and that's insane and that's him that's really insane well
0: i hope he's a listener on the pod because wow. he would be an iconic shout ways. <laughs> if
1: you would like to star on the pod we can do an episode of my parents are aliens or an episode of your choice king we don't know your name. We
0: don't know your we name. don't.
1: You were a beloved favourite. Was he in Doctor Who
0: maybe? I was just about to say, well, throwing it back to last week's episode, <laughs> yeah, which is Doctor back. Who. He was in, oh, let me go into my brain, at season 10. Where's your mind palace? Yeah, my mind palace. Season 10, episode 7. Try me, people on the internet. Get in touch if you think I'm wrong. But I think it's called The Pyramid at the End of the World and it's about like, uh, the Doomsday Clock, which we, I know we were having a, we conversation, had a conversation about, about today. today yeah. And like monks in a pyramid and stuff. So oh, like. I remember that. He was in he's that in a late of an episode. Directory. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Interesting. in a lot of stuff. Well, I, I like him. It disturbs, he disturbs me a bit because he, he was very um, effective at playing his character in Fresh Meat, which was <sighs> um, oh, I a him. really like greasy horrible professor professor who mm-hmm. sleeps with one of his students so yeah
0: who and this student in question was also, also in doctor, in doctor who yeah, yeah. shout
1: out queen and she <laughs> is a queen i'll tell mm. you that for nothing what's her name i've no fucking clue <laughs> but baby i love you and you would also be a great guest <laughs> but moving on america's next top model
0: so yeah give it a little bit of context to people at, at home you know what is america's next yes. Top model? yes
1: yes a modelling show mm-hmm. hosted by the supermodel Tyra Banks. She was a Victoria's Secret model. Famously had a feud with Naomi Campbell.
0: <gasps> I could have trusted you. No, what is now it? No, a <laughs> clue again. Uh, I wished for you. What is it? I don't possibly? know. I have
1: no idea, but they had a famous feud.
0: I was rooting for you. Oh, we okay, yeah, we were rooting for you. for you. But that's not
1: about... So she's famous also um, for being a bit of a meme on the internet, harry mm. Banks, because of this show. So it's a modeling competition. They take around 12 girls, sometimes more, sometimes less, sometimes way more. I don't know. They, it's very <laughs> changeable. And they take them to either New York or LA normally. And basically they compete to be America's next top model and win usually a modeling contract. Um, in early seasons, it was famously... A contract with Covergirl Cosmetics, commercials to be a covergirl, like for reference, The do you know who the latest covergirl is right now? That would be interesting.
0: I've only ever known that James Charles was the covergirl yes, in James 2016 Charles was cover girl. or whatever. I've never known any um, of
1: them. Uh, Lily Reinhart <gasps> from Lily Reinhardt. She's a covergirl. So she's a current Google girl, so that was the kind of thing they were competing for. That's
0: so interesting. Yeah. And and just for a reference point, if you've ever seen the show Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. um, I you know didn't realise how closely Drag Race has borrowed from American. Next Top It really has, model. yeah. So it's evolved it's from the, America's not Think model. of that format if you want a reference for it, if you've not seen the mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it's really close.
1: So, but yeah, yeah, definitely it's heavily inspired. So each episode is normally a challenge and then a photo shoot and then there's a panel that judges the photos and then there's a final two. She calls out the, the top photo and then she calls them out one by one in order and then there's a bottom two and then she gives like a weird little speech to them and then mm. one of them gets sent home until they get to the end and then one of them wins. But no one ever really gets famous from it. There has been a few famous models, mm. not all of them winners. Um, what's her name? Winnie? Should she go Winnie by? Winnie Harlow. Winnie Harlow was on American Sex and Model. She did not win at all. She came, like, very close to the end, wow. but now incredibly famous. Wow. Yeah, the death model, Nile, I think he's called. Oh, he was on Dancing yes, with the Stars. Yes. He won America's Next Top Model. Um, oh, so there's men as well? Well, only in the very late seasons, like, 20 seasons. There's, like, 20-something seasons. Whoa. And Tyra Banks leaves, and, like, Rita Aura is the judge oh, for one of yes, them. Oh, yeah,
0: it's not Rita Ora. Yeah,
1: not Rita Ora. She was the judge for one season, and then they got rid of her and brought Tyra back. That's um, so
0: funny, because we were just talking about Rita Ora today, actually about Drag Race yes, and how- because she was gonna be a judge on
1: Drag Race and then she dropped out, right? And then- And they
0: replaced her with a mannequin with Danny Dyer's voice.
1: And we were like, what the fuck? Because they hyped it up that it was gonna be an incredible guest. Yeah. So we were excited, but it was a joke. Yeah, we were we were
0: taking bets like, is it gonna be Elton John or like, yeah. Lady Gaga, or someone incredible, but no, it was a mannequin. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're going to be making a lot of Drag Race references this episode, though, because it's so similar. Because that's
1: your cultural touchstone. Yeah, that's
0: this. that's how I'm navigating my way into this show, I think.
1: So the way we picked this, so, you know, we, we view the worst shows um, of... The worst episodes mm-hmm. of TV shows. Yeah. So, um, in case you've forgotten why we were here. Um, so what we did was we found uh, an article on The Atlantic. Um, That was a definitive ranking of all of the seasons of America's Sex Model. So Mm -hmm. they ranked season three, cycle three, the best. They said best season. So we thought to make this entertaining, (laughs) why don't we pick Mm -hmm. the worst rated on IMDb of that season? So that was episode five
0: you know, straight off the bat into the episode. Are we ready to talk about it? Yeah, I'm so ready to talk about it. It was insane. Fucking insane. Because, you know, like, wait, like, as soon as the credits started to roll, I was like, what is this title sequence? This title (laughs) sequence is so insane. (laughs) Um, Every season. It gave me cop drama energy (laughs) because there was, like, there was, like, pictures of... The models. No, turning around dramatically to the camera mm-hmm. and then there was like ambulance sirens, I thought, yeah. the whole way. Around.
1: <laughs> okay, do you, want, do you want a little rendition of what the music sounds like? Because I also have comments on the music.
0: <sighs> yes. Okay,
1: it's like... <laughs> you want to be on top? <laughs> you want to be on top? <laughs> it's about being the top model. So... I can't remember any of the other words, but there are. And that's then that's... it always ends. it always ends like this. You want to be on top? That's a little That's the second time online. you've
0: actually sang on the
1: podcast. <laughs> if I sing uh, every week, will you tune out or will you tune in more? Yeah.
0: I was just thinking, um you know, it was a cop drama straight away. But then, as soon as the episode um starts, we've got this scene of a girl crying on the phone. Um, mm. like a phone call Takara, home. Where must get I don't know if, I don't know who it was, but yeah, I, um, actually, I was thinking likely, yeah. like is this a prison show now? <laughs> because like it was almost like people were taking their last phone call in prison or something. Yeah. It was so bizarre.
1: Because unlike um drag race all these girls like live together in a house and it's like part of the show is them is showing them living together and like calling home so it's actually like can you imagine that with drag race it adds a whole other dimension can I just say and I was Mm. always always obsessed with the decor like okay it was like peak 2000s aesthetic wait are you talking about the
0: decor yeah uh, of the
1: of the house, right? Right, of all the model houses. They're always so insanely different, but so cool. Like walls made of candy and like they would have different themes in different rooms. So one time it was like fashion through the decades. So there was like a 70s room, a mod room. It was so cool. Like when I was a kid, that was like everything I wanted in the house. Like when I grew up, that's what I imagined.
0: I've written the decor in this show is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> in capital letters.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's disgusting now. But I tell you, when you look back, it's that trashy, like, 2000s bad, Mm -hmm. bad, like, leopard print clashing. Like, maybe not this season wasn't the peak of it, but
0: it's like that Willy Wonka scene but like a little bit a little like, bit yeah those, like, wiggly horrible things no, yeah i'm not into it personally but that's where we deviate we're gonna deviate in this podcast so we're gonna have a difference of opinion but um, it's
1: maximalism honey <laughs> yes. it is maximalism yes. it's wow. like one will be zebra one will be tiger and the other is cheetah and you don't yeah. know what's going on and i love that lions and tigers and that's why oh that's like my aesthetic like when i used to wear an outfit that was entirely leopard print people would yell at me across campus wait you
0: oh wait you would say a style is maximalism. Yeah. Would you? I don't, I don't know. what would you say my style is?
1: I don't know. I just I wouldn't say my style is maximalism. I just like maximalism. I would say if you went in my room
0: like, I would say your room is like indie indie retro. Like interesting record players. I don't know if I would say the that. Wall.
1: There are posters on the wall. Maybe I'll post a photo of my room. I think my room is stunning. Yeah. And I'm interested in what other people think of my room because today our odd landlord made us leave. For a few hours. Um, while well, he showed people around. Um, and it was insane. Because obviously no one's been... No one's come to visit because of COVID. Mm. To see, like, my room through someone else's eyes. Oh, it was yeah. really weird. I was, like, hyper aware of it. So I kind of want to know what other people think of my room. So message the pod if you want me to post Yeah, um, because we can, we can post it on, our, post social it on, media, our, on our social media. I'll post it on our Instagram social media. Which medias. is
0: her dog <laughs> podcast on Instagram. And her.podcast underscore. <laughs> oh, can we just actually talk about how Jennifer like what is going on inside her head because <laughs> her talking head i mean she was on xanax the whole time
1: jennifer she, i wrote here jennifer has the personality of a void she, she has no personality she was on
0: xanax she, the whole time she was just like oh. what i can say
1: about <laughs> jennifer is jennifer was there jennifer
0: was there, <laughs> jennifer was there. It, it was jennifer's body <laughs> but not on <a> mine <laughs> <laughs> it was jennifer's
1: body sure. um what I've written, also, I wish I'd keep saying that because we've made notes again, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Once again, we have um, two brain
0: cells to rub together between mm. us. So we... Well, I think that's a fun, like, vulnerable side.
1: And I'd be interested in getting your opinion on this mm-hmm. uh Should I start calling myself by the weird euphemisms that Tyra uses for fat? Like, fiercely, fabulously, full-bodied. <gasps>
0: <laughs> There's a lot of Fs in there.
1: She's, like, buddha or, like, real-life girl or, like... Full figure. She cannot say the word fat to save her life. She says "fiercely real. That's her main one.
0: That's Should so I stop calling myself
1: fiercely real? Fiercely
0: real. Oh my god. Put that here in your scroll bio.
1: Because in case you didn't know about this season. This season is the birth of the iconic star Takara. Mm. And she becomes famous. And she is everything. She is plus size. And she is Beautiful, beautiful plus size black woman, and she's an icon.
0: Talk about Takara for so long. Me too. One of my first notes was, "I love Takara." I love Takara. Period.
1: Period. (laughs) I've never loved anyone more than Takara. The way they do her dirty on this show is
0: infuriating. Then I I wrote, "Takara is a legend." Yep. Then I wrote, "How is she doing that?" You know, she. I I googled Takara because I was so obsessed with her, and. She is being likened to Megan the Stallion nowadays. Interesting, and I, I, I didn't what, know that. That's immediately what I thought of when I saw Interesting. her. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: In what way? Why?
0: I think her like um, persona and also like facially, I think she has like similar bone structure to Megan. And I just I really see it. She is stunning.
1: She says all the time in the show like she really wants to make a difference and she wants to like, you know, make way for black plus size women to like, be represented and be loved. And it's so nice to look back on it knowing that she achieved that in some ways because she was the first um, black plus-size woman on Italian Vogue. She makes no, it that far, yeah? No. I think, I'm going to double, I'll fact-check this, but it's something like that. Isn't that amazing? It's so nice looking back being like, oh, have I made a difference? Because she really does. Like, she really achieves her goals. So like.
0: So I actually had to Google Takara even further <laughs> because, <Stop. laughs> because I just needed to know everything. Wikipedia really helped me out because... So, she, yeah, I'm really glad that she went so far, but mm-hmm. just I've got a few things to say about what I found on her Wikipedia page. Takara, after the show, actually competed on Celebrity Fit Club. Oh, no. And she lost 32 pounds okay. to get down to 173. And she and on the show, she said that she wanted to weigh 180 pounds because it was, quote, good for her career, which made oh, me really sad to, to read. Yeah. So that was, like, a little thing I found out that she was, like, It makes me feel bad, yeah. And it makes me really feel bad for her. And because I also know that she faced fat phobia at the fitting in this episode.
1: Oh, I could talk for days about the narrative of Takara throughout the whole season because I remember it really well. Like, I feel like they set her up to this confident, confident woman and then they break her down because it's so many fittings that they show. They've got these beautiful outfits for other models because she's the only plus-size model. And um, they force her into like horrible... Badly fitting outfits, mm-hmm. like in every fitting, in every episode, it's always like, oh, these girls have beautiful gowns, and Takara, we have a, a sack that we could maybe fit around you, and it's yeah. just like so um, demeaning, and she loses confidence and then gets sent home, and it's wow. it's, oh, it's really home. sad. It's yeah, like... yeah. I she,
0: really spo- <laughs> she was out of fitting in this episode, mm-hmm. and she was given a garment which was like it was lingerie. Yeah, it was lingerie, and. Um, and she makes a joke sort of about yeah, how to take that. two of them and fit it onto one breast and it like, okay. wouldn't cover it. Like I,
1: I could simply talk about that scene for 70 Ye- years. Although yeah. well, basically they're doing a challenge, so each week they have to do a challenge. And this week everything's centred on like learning how to pose. And we're gonna have to go into more detail on this challenge because it's insane. Yeah. So um we're introduced to all these girls. Eva, who is short and a diva, and an icon. <laughs> and now, do you recognise her? You think about where you might have seen her.
0: Um, I think is she in memes? Is no. she a meme queen? No. Um, or oh. well,
1: maybe, but because of something else, she is. Yeah. A real
0: housewife. Yeah. <gasps> which season?
1: Oh, guess which one? Which one do you Salt
0: think Salt Lake is? City. No. Orange County.
1: No. Mm. Tallman. No. Uh, I don't know. I'll give up. Okay, you give Norm all It's Atlanta.
0: Oh. We've actually seen an episode with her in it. And she's in it. Oh. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't think she's in it anymore. She was in it for a few seasons, but, and I just love looking back and knowing she was a real housewife. It feels sun- stunning. Mm-hmm. Stunning in a genuine way. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad for you. I think that she's happy. And she's she, married, rich. Like, she loves it. Does she win this season? Like, yes. She wins. And she, her whole thing is that she's shorter than everyone else.
0: Right, so she faces adversity in the modeling world like yeah. that's her
1: thing you know tall girl you know like that netflix movie which was insane by the way if anyone's yeah. seen it
0: um so yeah so just back to the episode um this uh, there was a mini challenge was there or yeah or were they they were doing poses weren't they at the start of the episode where janice dickinson walked came in
1: to teach them so they have a personal trainer, that's how it opens. Right, they have this right. insane personal trainer. After you see Takora, um crying on the phone to her dad talking about her mum's depression like clearly not thinking that she's being filmed in like a room full of cushions where they have the telephone it's the only place they can contact their family crying about her mum's depression mm-hmm. and they just put it on the show it feels kind of insane like an invasive
0: well, it's it <laughs> was also so funny <laughs> no <laughs> and it sounded like mr wheezy in toy story 2 no
1: later on yeah
0: oh well, is that what it was that right? was when it was later on it was so the car, funny
1: she's Cigarra crying cries soon. a lot in this episode
0: like, <laughs> it's so really
1: funny. funny if you feel bad for laughing because it's quite emotional she's like talking to tyra tyra's putting on like a therapist role with all the girls and it's kind of insane and can i just say i'm terrified of tyra banks but the starts crying and it is it is wild. <laughs> wild how she sounds we could not stop laughing um, um
0: but yeah so they're all doing this sort of posing challenge, yeah, aren't they?
1: Janice Dickinson. So if you don't know Janice Dickinson calls herself the original supermodel.
0: Yes, yeah, she does. And because I know I remember watching her on the Celebrity Big Brother like five years ago, and she was the villain then. I think she was anyway. Um because I, I wrote here on I mean, my notes Kellyanne Conway could play Janice Dickinson in a movie of her life.
1: Oh, oh my god, wait, why is that so true?
0: so some... I mean go in on Janice Dickinson if you want <laughs> Janice Dickinson's a dick. She's not as a well, friend she's of such the part. A dick.
1: But then I also did write, Dream Blunt Rotation is the ANTM judges panel. And especially Janice. Yeah. If if she'd chosen me as like her favourite that she liked. Because right, sometimes right. she chooses a girl that she likes and shits on everyone else. So only, only if she'd chosen that.
0: But I'm going to dunk on Janice Dickinson. Because uh, I have got several points in my head about how Janice Dickinson's behaviour was so off in that episode. It was really weird how Janice touched... Takara, Takara, yeah. And slapped her in multiple points when she was trying to give her tips on how to pose.
1: And the way she talked about Takara's boobs, like when she was like giving her advice, like your boobs stick down, like move them up. But it wasn't, uh, the way she like kind of manhandled and, Takara.
0: And did you see when how she said, don't look angry at Kelly? Yeah, I When did. she was telling her to smile and then she told her to cover her face because yeah. she could not express emotion in, in her opinion. Yeah,
1: it was so fucked <laughs> up. Mm. No, Janice Stevenson is famously a terribly bad person. Um...
0: Yeah, and, she, and did you notice how she let the three white skinny models have the photo shoot in the posing challenge? Like, she, we, it focused on that. Mm-mm. And I, I thought that was really interesting. I think, like, every time this show hates anyone who's not from New York City... Because everyone who's from the country, they're like, You're not in Idaho anymore. Honey. Yeah, literally
1: I also write a row about Jennifer. Jennifer's only personality is that she's from Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is that like, it's like, like Oh baby, you to milk the cows back yeah. in Idaho.
0: And Janice Dickinson says to one of them Oh it's like a cow giving birth you know like you know you're from the farm life and I'm like what the hell do people from who are not from New York or, or LA think about country folk like country folk okay what do you think about <laughs> sorry well, I'm from Witness and I consider that a <laughs> the country, country folk the kind country of town kind of
1: No it's literally so funny I bet Jennifer just had an absolutely normal life where she just like worked at a shop and like had friends and they're like oh yeah. damn the farm Jennifer yeah. <laughs> The, yeah. What was it like wrestling with the pigs in the dirt, Jennifer? Yeah. Jennifer's like I worked at TK Maxx. It
0: was just so weird. Like Mr. J, what does he call Mr. J? Mr. J. Mr. Mr.
1: J. J, There's a Mr. J and there's a Mrs. J, but uh no, there's a Mr. <laughs> there's a Mr. J and there's a Miss J. Wait, yeah, but Mr. J wasn't. um Mr. Mr. J
0: is the guy with the frosted tip.
1: Yes, and I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. And Mr. J was not in this episode, but I'm also obsessed with her. <laughs>
0: Continue. Um, yeah, so they're all sort of, at the start of the episode, they're all doing this um, pre... There's, I don't know how many challenges are in this episode, because it seems like four. But This like-
1: episode felt conservatively 70 hours long. Yeah.
0: We had to keep pausing it and just taking breaks. Because <laughs> it was so breathe. intense. It was um, so wild.
1: I can't express how many things happened.
0: I know. And then, so they're all cut into these each each of these models who are doing sort of posing, technique, mm. learning Janice Dickinson. And it cuts to Cassie's confessional. I can't think she looks like Millie Bobby Brown. Have you? Could you see? I did I mean? not see that at all. <laughs> you cannot.
1: You think Cassie looks like Millie Bobby Brown? The
0: Specifically, the picture of Millie Bobby Brown like crying, like you know that famous me. Um, Interesting. I really do. Weird. I can't.
1: I can't say I see it. I cannot say.
0: Well, we're gonna disagree on this part. okay. I mean,
1: um, I, maybe I cannot tell you a single thing about Cassie's face right now.
0: Well, but you, what you can tell us is about Cassie's background, which can found out this So
1: as we mentioned before with Takara, Tyra does this thing where she like makes the girls confessor, confess to her. And it's really fucked up in every episode. So um, in this season, she does it with this girl, Cassie. And this girl, Cassie sits down and she's like, oh, well, yes, I'm so glad for this opportunity. I'm never going to go back to my old life. And you're like, (laughs) oh, what's going on? At first, I was like, does she have a child? And I was like, that's kind of fucked up. She's leaving that child. No, no, no. She was a stripper. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the way they talk about her being a stripper is insane. Yeah. So terrible anti-sex work, like 2000s politics. Mm -hmm. Tyra is like baby, you're never going back to that life. If I see you in that strip club, I'm going to march right up to the stage, pull you off and say, no, baby, we're not doing that anymore. And Cassie's like, yeah, I'm never going back. And it's
0: insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know what was going on when she started talking. I thought she was kind of saying like a a thinly failed kind of thing like, Oh, you know I'm a stripper, so don't send me back there, kind of thing. And I thought she was putting that on Tyra, like how would Tyra process that? But I think I don't think she no, was. In the end. So. I felt like
1: it was Tyra putting that on her, yeah. like making it her narrative, being like, "And you won't, you won't do that again, will you? Because now you're a model, and modelling saves people. Mm. Modelling's really good. Yeah,
0: you know, to um, avoid
1: critiquing it.
0: But yeah, I think there we could actually talk a bit about how this episode is kind of um problematic and also tied so in with how drag race is problematic which <laughs> yeah. i know is the third reference already but you know f- so from my perspective i've seen a lot of drag race but you know hardly any of america's next top model yeah um and they get in this episode tyra male which i yeah. wrote down it explains the transphobic you've got shemale on drag oh, race yeah, yeah, yeah. which um which used to be up until like season seven yeah really. it used to be transphobic. now they say she don't know or you don't her, does, you've is. got male yeah, or something yeah. but um yeah i just thought it explained that so. no
1: i wrote um tyra and rupaul are each other's tethers <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> i think that's really true Not <laughs> <laughs> which is a reference to the hit jordan peele film Oh, I said, like, the way they talk about Cassie being a stripper, right, Mm -hmm. is, like, really weird, like, almost romantic language. Mm. Like... I can almost hear it in that accent we always do. There's <laughs> like, yeah. like, baby, I'm going to take you so far away from the stage. <laughs> you ain't even going to know what's hit your <laughs> I'm going to make you a star and you'll never have to touch the pole again. You're yeah, your
0: name in the lights, Cassie.
1: That's what Tyra sounds like to me. I also would love to know, Finn, have you seen the video of Tyra talking about making her favourite food?
0: Can I guess the favourite food?
1: You can, but... Okay, go on.
0: Is it pasta?
1: I have no idea. I can't remember. Because <laughs> oh, <Steph. laughs> the point of me asking this question is I can't remember why, but I know it's wild and funny and I've seen it, but uh-huh. I can't remember why it's wild and funny.
0: I think it's wild and funny because it's really normal.
1: No, it's not. I know that's not true. Um, <laughs> Listeners, if you remember what it is, could you DM um, the podcast? Yeah. Um, and let us know. Because I don't know. Because I don't know. And I just want it being be really funny. And if you have the video, could you send it to us? And and we'll post it somewhere because maybe other listeners would enjoy to watch this because I think it's very yeah. funny. But I think but we, I can't tell you why.
0: We've all seen the video of Tyra Banks collapsing on the floor. Oh, we've all seen. We've it. All <laughs> yeah, seen she's
1: famous because Mike's not model is famous for so many wild things. Tyra makes the girls do blackface. Oh it's really God. fucked up. Uh-huh. Um, she like, horrible to the girls. Yells at them. We've all seen them. The meme, which is admittedly funny, where she's like. We were, we were rooting for you. We were
0: all rooting, rooting for, for you. you.
1: So she frequently says insane things and does insane things on the show. And she has apologized for them, but like, I don't know. Also, fun fact about Tyra Banks. Did you know she wrote a book? A fiction. Why? A book. Like magical realism. What? Thing. <laughs> insane thing. Called Model Land.
0: What?
1: That she makes, she does like an All Stars version of American Sexed Model, where like previous contestants that didn't win come back, mm-hmm. and she in the final four she makes them act out scenes from the book as oh. like promo.
0: Oh my god! And did
1: you know, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat>
0: I've read the book. You've read the. book? <laughs> I've read the book. Is it good? No. Is it bad? <laughs> Very. Could we post? Could we get it on the podcast? I don't. We I don't know how we out. could get
1: like, it. I don't have what, it
0: anymore. How can we?
1: I was a big fan. of it about? It what old. is it about though? It was really bad.
0: Is it about models, but in like a fictional uh,
1: setting? Um, I couldn't even express how insane it is. And and you know, and the thing about it is that I think for most people, you'd be like, they definitely used a ghostwriter. But it, she didn't. Read that book, I think Tyra really sat there and typed this out. I evening? really fucking do. The yeah. fucking like going uh, Yeah, like <laughs> it's insane. No, but I think she cared about it. I think that's the worst part almost. I think she, she put a care. lot of energy and passion into it. Does and it it makes, it's it's straight up insane. Does it, does it it's make... straight up insane. I'm sorry for this, but I just remembered this, and we, I think we have to talk about it. Yeah,
0: this can be a whole segment. If you <laughs> this want. can be the whole
1: thing. I... Okay, it's called Model Land. It's like a weird dystopian thing almost. What? It's like people have magical powers. Maybe I'm gonna get a Wikipedia summary of it. That's much how that's how much I yeah. care about this. Yeah. Right. Where's my phone? I found I found it on Goodreads. <clears throat> And I'm going to tell you, this is the Goodreads book description of Modern You know, I was
0: actually going to say, have you added the book to your Goodreads? I
1: have not. Should I add it? I don't know when I read it, whenever it came out in the 2000s. Okay. No one gets in without being asked. And with her untamable hair, large forehead and gawky body, Tucky de la (laughs) Creme. No. (laughs) (laughs) isn't expecting an invitation model land the exclusive mysterious place on top of the mountain never dares to make an appearance in her dreams but someone has plans for Tuki before she can blink her mismatched eyes Tuki finds herself in the very place Tuki? (laughs) Tuki? Tuki finds herself in the very place every girl in the world obsesses about and three unlikely girls have joined her only seven extraordinary young women become intoxabellas at each year. Famous, worshipped, magical. What happens to those who don't make it? Well, no one really speaks of that. Some things are better left unsaid. Thrown into a world where she doesn't seem to belong, Tukey glimpses a future that could be hers. Tukey, 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 Delacram. Tukey, Tukey,
0: De Tukey glimpses a future that could satellite. be hers. <laughs> 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 okay,
1: so Tuki glues is a feature that could be hers. If she survives the beastly catwalk corridor and terrifying thigh-high boot camp. Or could it? Dark rumours like silken threads swirl around the question of why Tuki and her new friends were selected, and the shadows around Modeland hide sinister secrets. Are you ready? Modeland is waiting for you.
0: That blurb was way too long for! <laughs> oh. <laughs> whatever horrifying contents lie within that story it's insane i actually don't want to read that I just, I <laughs> it's realized.
1: like i'm horrible <laughs> i'm like Tuki so, Tuki's whole thing is that she loves whipped cream so like one of the things she makes the models do in the all-stars it's like squirt whipped cream all over like ah, i love um, you've never loved anything more than
0: i feel sick some she things makes- are better left unsaid just like <laughs> model land
1: <laughs> it's really insane
0: Speaking and of I can't believe that, I read it. Speaking of things that I find insane, um, is the guy who comes in called Stephen Doonan.
1: Oh, he is a dick. Can this, we talk about this?
0: This cis, white, gay guy comes in. He's like
1: the head of... Um, yeah, what is he? Oh, Brooklyn Black... What's Black that famous? Black Black- Bernie, Black Black- <laughs> Barney's, Bernie Barney's, Sanders. Barneys. Barneys. Barney's,
0: Barney's, Barney's, yes. Barney's. So, yeah, so I wrote about Stephen Doonan, who I hate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He says to one of the girls... Well, let's he, explain why yeah, he's there. Yeah, yeah, He comes in and he's like so, Stanley Tucci or something. In
1: he, yeah, he the works for, what was it? Yeah. Bernie Madoff, what was it? Barneys, Barneys, Barney's. Yeah. Um, And he is like, girls, I've got a challenge for you. You have to dress in lingerie and pose in shop windows in New York City and pose the best and men will stare at you. Um, And yeah, so then what were you going to say about him? Yeah. He's uh,
0: horrible. He says to the girls... You can't look cheap and slutty. Yeah, it's so fucked up. In the up. challenge, so I imagine any other industry talking about their workforce this way. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. It's so true. And then they literally put them in window shops, um, as if laundry. they were like consume, to be consumed, like window shop dummies, sort of thing. I think it's so sexist. It's just wild to see that and him telling them. What yeah, and he's like you're
1: lugging like a harlot, like he's calling at my mother yeah. in there. He's like, it's class, so not class. Yeah, and obviously they're like zooming on Cassie loads, and yeah. she's like putting weird music on because obviously she yeah, used to be said a stripper. That too classy, like yeah, specifically. so it's like obviously it's like oh she's too sexy, like because yeah. they always make that a thing, and makes not tomorrow. There's always someone who's too sexy and not like modelly enough.
0: Like that classic, cis gay. White man who thinks he can like be not be sexist to women yeah. Kind of thing. He gives yeah, yeah, right?
1: really insane. Um, and this is when the fitting we were talking about earlier mm. happens. So, um, because previously I'd said like weirdly, America's not someone who like doesn't trigger body things in me. Obviously, we've talked a lot about fat phobia in mm. last week's episode, and it's definitely. A, a topic in this week's episode because of what we're watching and i'm a fat woman so obviously i feel like it's going to come up quite a lot anyway yeah. but obviously American not model is so fat phobic and terrible but it never it doesn't really trigger me because i just find it like so cartoony mm-hmm. and so over the toply stupid and is so dumb it's so calm as and well. so calm and like i watched it so wait, much
0: wait 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 <laughs> wait my favorite camp moment on the episode is when Mr. J comes in. Yeah, with his frosty tips. And they're talking about who won the posing mini challenge.
1: Oh, I was obsessed (laughs) with this bit. And he
0: says, oh, Kelly, you won. Oh, well, I find that hard to believe, Kelly. (gasps) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. And then it was so calm and so funny.
1: So I would like to talk about Mr. J for the rest of the episode. JK, I love him so much. So, um... Mr. J is a staple from the very first episode of American Next Set Model. Right. He's like their creative director. So basically on every shoot, he's there to like guide the girls through um, posing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he's Mr. J because in the first season, there was two of them that um, guided them. There was Mr. J with the frosted tips. And then there was Miss J, mm-hmm. which is Jay Alexander. Okay. If you know him, very no. iconic, like runway model walker. Um, And he would teach them how to walk the runway, but it's very interesting because the woman who gave them this nickname was this contestant called Robin in the first season, who was, like, an intense, like, Christian homophobe. Whoa. And the narrative of the first season is so wild, and maybe we'll cover it on the pod one day, because at the end, it becomes, like, the Christians versus the... (gasps) atheist <gasps> and it's like I'm really obsessed. weird yeah and there's this like iconic um one who's like my favorite one called elise who um, Is she a or an atheist, an atheist. Mm. um and she was a scientist mm. and then she quit to be and she was like amazing and she actually was quite successful at the show mm. oh, modeling? in modeling okay. um and she does this whole speech that i'm gonna show you later uh-huh. um where she talks about how vapid everyone is, and how much she hates oh. them all, and it's like really iconic. She's like Robin's a bitch, like blah, blah blah blah. Yeah, and the whole final becomes like this: this Robin and this girl she's got under her wing, who's like really young and like won't pose naked because she's mm-hmm. like a Texas Christian, um, and Robin who's like a lot older but a Christian. Well, a lot older. I I bet the narrative was that she was a lot older, and I'll go back and watch it, and she's like my age. And yeah, and it's like, Christine says he's atheist, and she was homophobic like in the show, I think, but she gave Mr. and Miss J that name, and oh. then it carried throughout the whole show. But I love Mr. J, camp I
0: from when he said to Kelly, don't get ghetto in the face, Kelly.
1: <gasps> he you, said that? Did you not
0: hear that? No. Look, I've written it, yeah.
1: <gasps> That's so bad. He said that to
0: Kelly, so she's faced a lot of abuse this episode right
1: Yeah, so. they're kind of really shitty to Kelly.
0: Yeah, so I I I literally gasped when I heard that. I didn't hear and you I say that. it <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's so wild. Relates. We'll take everything back. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. take everything back. I know. I really <laughs> just set you up
0: with that. Then was like. I know. Right his, his, his a thing. childhood
1: icon he was to me. Cause also, he used to host, um, Canada's Next Top Model. Like he was the Tyra Banks oh. of Canada's Next Top Model. And I have really strong memories of like, coming home after a sleepover to watch it.
0: Mm. I just um, yeah. Oh, and you also? Speaking of like microaggressions, you remember when Janice said that um looked like a caveman. Yes, like that was when horrible. she was judging the photos, yeah. she
1: she said it looks like a caveman who's going to bunk someone in yeah. head. And then that guy said, "Stop thinking about black. Kelly's pose." Yeah, and really, she was not doing anything; really but disturbing. just like putting her hand on mm. her hip. It was really the microaggressions are so bad. Like America's not not model is not PC when you look back at all. No. Like it's so violently it's not gonna get a good rating bad. Me no the, it's, it's the not heart. getting me a good rating for nostalgia it's like oh it's nice to look back but yeah mm. no it's so bad so oh what I was saying before was that I found that Not Somewhere So Campy that it never really triggered me but this bit in this episode like
0: really crazy. oh my
1: god because mm. it's that very classic thing of like it felt like they were showing up things that weren't gonna fit her and being like, what about this? And like forcing her to be like, no, that's not gonna fit me, which is kind of just like similar to like, you know, if you're like borrowing clothes from a friend Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, just like take this and you know it's tiny, it's not gonna fit you. And they're like, no, 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 like try it on. And it's like so humiliating and horrible that you have to be like, no. And I was like, (laughs) watching it, I was like, no. Um, And then it was just so relatable because then the only thing they can find her is a robe because like Mm -hmm. none of the tiny, everyone else is in like tiny lingerie. And I just loved Takara so much. It was so relatable that she was like, getting like tiny bits of like mm-hmm. the thong and the fabric and like putting it on her like mm-hmm. cup and being like, oh, I could glue like five of these together mm-hmm. and make a, mm-hmm. make one. I was like, oh, that's so relatable. That's how I would react in a situation, like make a joke about it. I thought it was really interesting to I'm see.
0: pretty sure they also sabotaged her in her final picture.
1: I'm 100% sure they sabotaged yeah. her in her final mm-hmm. picture. They They did not want to see her shine.
0: The main challenge was um, rollerblading. rollerblading in this sort of like cool disco area type thing. Yeah,
1: can I just say they all looked they
0: great. They looked sick. They looked so Like cool. actually good. Clownish makeup, but like twiggy, kind of vibes. Like, vibes, you know, like, ooh, like crazy like, wigs. Yeah, like it was so cool. It was
1: really fun and like all these cool lights, and they were advertising the bags. I was so surprised because normally, like the aesthetics of Merchant Model are insane, and sometimes the challenges are so insane they don't make sense. Like,
0: like it was some of it was given like Marie Antoinette. It was like yeah, really, like, fashionably sick. I like, didn't it expect so it to look
1: good. I thought it was gonna be one of those insane ones where it's like yeah. Oh, she like, looks like a poodle or something. That's like, not good.
0: I would love to see Bimini Bamboo Lash winner of Drag Race UK season two. We hope. Uh, we pray. Team Bimini. Outfits. Hashtag Team Bimini. If you didn't
1: know, this podcast is officially hashtag Team Bimini. But for was, RuPaul's Drag Race season two, uh, UK edition. Even though yeah. it
0: will be going out after the final, so you good people <gasps> will this be going out? Yeah, yeah I will. You, good people uh, will know the winner.
1: you This will be sad. Oh, I think. Please, well, Bimini. let's say yay to whoever won, and it's definitely Bimini yay but if it's not if it's Lawrence I'll be okay with it
0: but they can still come on the pod Um, (laughs) whoever it is yeah so the makeup from the challenge is incredible the looks are amazing
1: there's so many of them that we haven't talked about um, because they just do nothing. Um, there's Nicole who's really hot. Actually, that's yeah. the one with the short red hair. I think she's cool. That's all I have to say about she, her. Yeah, she
0: gives me like Avril Lavigne vibes, but like she's just kind cool. of a vibe. like pink and like all those. Kind she of...
1: likes cool things. Like when she uses references, she references things that I'm like, oh, that's
0: cool. I bet she listens to Fiona Apple. Actually.
1: Yeah, I bet she listens to Fiona Apple right now. <laughs> I bet she was happy Fiona Apple on the That's the vibe she goes off. Um, and then there's Yaya who is, was successful after the show yeah um, like and who um yeah becomes an actress but they're so Ooh. racist to her in this series oh. there's a whole thing about wow. where they talk about how she's too african because oh. she wears like That's horrible. Um, like a hat or something i don't know That's but wild. they're like really racist to her i can't remember exactly so I'm they just, do a dirty as well i'm just
0: thinking about when um sorry when tyra says about jennifer's picture in the final <laughs> picture this scares me <laughs> <laughs> No, it's that's so... Janice that says that. Oh, is it? Yeah, Janice uh... goes, this scares me. <laughs> as soon as the picture comes on, it was so funny. But yeah, Jennifer was just like... She wasn't there, was she? She was just Jennifer like, what's was, going J- on?
1: Jennifer was just a talking mouth. <laughs> like, <laughs> she did nothing else. Um, if you can't tell, Jennifer went out this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, spoiler alert, Jennifer.
0: Spoiler alert. Told, um, because she even says we did this last week when they asked why Jennifer wants to be in the competition. Oh my God, it's kind of
1: iconic actually. I liked when Jennifer did that. Yeah, Yeah, they're like trying to get Jennifer to prove that she she wants to be in the competition. She's like, we did this last week. But her photo is so ugly. So they do all the, they have to pose on roller skates and that's like the challenge of this week's episode. And they do pretty well to be honest. Mm -hmm. But they obviously don't get to choose their own shots. They get picked at the end. So I think they did Takara Dirty in this episode by Mm. choosing purposefully a bad photo of her. 'Cause so basically what happens is they call a girl one at a time and they show the photo that they took, the best photo they supposedly took that week, and then like critique it in front of them, either say it's good or bad or whatever. And to Carl, like she was doing amazing on set, was getting really good advice, and then the photo they picked for her, uh, like just doesn't have a sparkle or something. They did a
0: so dirty. It was just like she was stood there. And because I'm conscious that the photographer must choose which Best picture goes forward. I don't I think, think it's the model, is it?
1: No, it's not the model at all. It's the photographer and Mr. J, maybe.
0: And I feel like Mr. J... Maybe maybe Tyra. Day. Has it dirty? Has it out for some of the queens? The queens. The, some... queens? the girls. <laughs> the queens.
1: Sometimes it's Tyra, some seasons. I'm not really mm. sure. But yeah, it's never the girls. Unless it's part of the challenge that the girls have right, to out. Right.
0: But yeah, I feel like she wouldn't have chosen that one. I wouldn't mm. have chosen that one. It was bad.
1: So the judging panel is Tyra, Janice mm. Dickinson, who we've talked about. Uh, Nigel... I always want to say Farage, but that's not I him. I to say
0: Slater, but who's that? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Interesting. Cork or something? Uh, Nigel Barker, and he's a photographer, and he's, like, mm-hmm. posh and English. And he's next to Janice, and Janice is all over him.
0: Yeah, Janice gets way too close to people without Kingston, and I think I remember that from Celebrity Big Brother as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I think she was a little bit... Uh, boundary pusher.
1: Yeah, she like slithers all over everyone. She, she's like always got her hands around Nigel.
0: fucked off her face the whole episode. Oh, I for think. sure. It's wild to watch. The right? energy, yeah. And she would yeah. like
1: constantly, her and Nigel's whole thing was like flirting. They like, kissed at one point. Oh. Okay. Just... And Nigel has a wife who's an identical twin and sometimes, and she's also a model.
0: She's an identical twin?
1: And a model. His wife. And sometimes they both come on so the, is the show. So is the
0: other identical twin therefore also a model? I'm
1: not entirely sure. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I think yes nigel barker has a reputation for like picking a favorite and like favorites in her, and, oh, like, giving her all from okay. apparently from behind the scenes which is interesting i don't know who his favorite was this season but
0: who was your favorite this season just going off like the looks they served or the the poses or the personality probably Eva. i think I'm takara Eva and Eva oh takara a... yeah. oh it's God, sorry takara.
1: oh i also want to say at one point kelly had a t-shirt i kelly is also barely in this episode apart from like people keep being horrible to her and it's kind of Really fucked um but kelly has a gray t-shirt that says on it just says all you can eat on it and i want that t-shirt ah, interesting. i want that t-shirt
0: did you, did you, I, I also thought there was like quite a lot of girls in the episode mm. and um i was like who's the one with the glasses but that was amanda right amanda we barely talked about
1: amanda so it's weird because amanda had like exactly zero screen time in this episode but she's very big part of this season because her whole story is that she's going blind (gasps) and that's why her eyes are like really pale blue she has like a condition yeah and she's gonna go blind in a few years so i'm guessing she's blind now no i I haven't looked her up but maybe it's like a big part of the story and she has a son i think um, we also haven't talked about Anne at all. Um, and Anne's quality is that she has eagle hair.
0: Eagle. Yeah,
1: you know, she has those blonde stripes at the front. Yeah. You remember her? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. she's cool. Yeah. That's all I have to say about her. And she, they all have like kind of good photos. Oh, on the panel, they make the girls um, pose with that male model.
0: Which was so weird. Kelly's pictures were so weird when <laughs> so she weird. was like, take your arm there, put your arm <laughs> over here, and I'll stand over it. It was so strange.
1: They, like, their challenge, their like, little mini challenge there was to get them to um, pose with this random male
0: model. Yeah, which um, is really sprung on them, by the way. There really was a lot of pressure in. to direct them
1: all. Um, And I think it's objectively funny that the male model was called Lanny. <laughs> <laughs> Lanny. They're like, here's Lanny! And then they're like, move Lanny around!
0: <laughs> it was wild.
1: I will at least say... Tyra defends to mm-hmm. when Janice calls her a caveman.
0: Yeah, Tyra Banks even says at one point, she's sellable. And I was like...
1: "About That's about Cassie, she says that. Is it? The one who that's was, so interesting. Um a stripper, which yeah, I also that's, found that's interesting because so of the way she talked about Cassie being a stripper. We haven't talked about... Um, I
0: have much to say about Noelle apart from her clown makeup it was great.
1: All I have to say about her is that she looks 12 years old. But yeah, so they do all the photos and then who's called first? Do you remember?
0: I have no
1: idea. I, I don't think I remember. I think I was just in shock at all the judging because they just say like insane stuff constantly. So then Tyra starts calling them out one by one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they hand them photos, is it? Is it's that, the photos of them, It's yeah. the photos. And so, they, so she sort of hands the photos of the people. This is I'm saying this as a person who's never seen mm-hmm, the show mm-hmm. before. <laughs> Hats, uh, sort of hands over... Um, photos of the models that she wants to keep, like, yeah. one by one. And then it's pretty obvious. Who is safe at first? Can <sighs> you remember? Yeah, is it's, it like...
1: like, Eva to Cara. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although they do be, like, you like, have I to, I like, have maybe. your eyes sparkle. Yeah, they say, and this is good, but, like, you're better than, like, mediocre or whatever. Mm. Um,
0: and then it gets down eventually to... Yeah.
1: Kelly and Jennifer.
0: Yes, and then... So, Sadly.
1: so Jennifer's the one whose personality is she's from Idaho, <sighs> and Kelly is the one that they've all been like, honestly, like my coaggression been thrown towards her in the episode, yeah. um, and she is the eponymous um girl who cried in the mirror. If we don't forget that they saw ah, this episode I like um, links because yeah, okay. she's been told that she can't pose or something by.
0: That was really rude. (laughs) Yeah, I wrote
1: so I wrote down because the final they get down to the final two and then she makes a little speech about why both of them are in the bottom Mm -hmm. before like drawing out who she's gonna pick and it's always so dramatic.
0: I wish they'd have lip synced like on Drag Race. Can you
1: imagine or like a pose art?
0: Yeah, oh that would be so cool. Or like with a mirror. Yeah. yeah, Incorporated that message. Or
1: like who takes the best photo right now? Can you imagine?
0: We could make that show so much better.
1: Yeah, and we also wouldn't be absolute dicks constantly. Um, but Tyra's so savage. She basically goes to Kelly like, your pictures are constantly terrible. I'm the worst <laughs> of this bunch. And it's like, what? <laughs> um, uh, but and then she goes to Jennifer like, it doesn't seem like you want to be here.
0: Yeah, and but honestly, I get that because Jennifer does not want to be there. She's so out of it and does cry at one point, which is sad, but ultimately Tyra decides to like, jennifer go
1: and why would you want to be there i
0: don't know it is horrible and the decor as i said it's disgusting oh i'm kind of vibing it it's disgusting especially in the final room in the Mm. final scene i was like what century we are this is horrible but Um, i do
1: find it still a comforting show even though it's just i can see that for you yeah so just because it's so intertwined with childhood memories and there's like mm. ones i love so much like this wasn't my favorite season i would say but there's just such iconic people in different seasons that we love Mm. so much
0: so what would you if you had to give this episode a rating what would you give it?
1: What out of five?
0: Out of five, yeah.
1: I would say two.
0: I would say 1.8 out of five. Interesting. I think it was really bad. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was. I think it was really bad on a number of levels. It kind <laughs> it of upset was. me and made me question myself a lot. I don't know. A lot, it raised a lot of It's terrible. Uh, how society functions and values and objectifies women I think a lot of that oh it really did. yeah that Drag Race does not do not not, and you know in my head that's where I'm coming from culturally I see the good stuff that Drag Race does in the world yeah and this was very early on no, no. in yeah. the
1: season in their seasons when mm. um, things were, were way more insane yeah although
0: it does carry on so um, from this episode do you have three hers um, three moments that made you go huh
1: so lest we forget this is her podcast. podcast so i would say the first moment that made me go her huh? just the entire way they treat takara isn't it? just the entire way the fat phobia like the um knowing there would be a plus size model coming and not not that's unprofessional of them to never have clothes that fit her mm-hmm. that's not on takara she mm. has a body um and she you know that she has that body she she's not lied about that body at all and for them to humiliate her like that on a daily basis and like expect her to just um keep her confidence and then they're like later on they're like you're losing your spark and it's like yeah because you've like systematically beaten her down mm. by this terrible treatment and like picking my photos or anything wow. so i would say that's my first one my second her um, would be, in general, um, all the racism, all yes. the small little racist comments that would...
0: That racist microaggressions is not what I thought would we, we would be talking about on this episode of the podcast. I did not think that oh, would happen no, I knew in we America's Top <laughs> It always does. Wow, that's dark.
1: And then my third her would just be... <laughs> how terrifying Tyra Banks is she's just so scary like her fake therapist voice is so funny um the way she looks at people Mm. it's just terrifying the things she says the little phrases she comes up with like (laughs) she's just she just everything about Tyra Banks makes you go huh (laughs) every time she appears on screen um so it has to be Tyra it has to be what are what would be your top my top three
0: has would have to be okay so number one is the fact that they that I thought for the first two minutes of the show that it was like a cop prison drama or something. <laughs> because the way they make them phone people home on this like dial-up telephone that's in like a dimly lit room <laughs> yeah is, it's terrifying and people and them cry to their boyfriends and their mums. I was like this is insane um and then my second, huh, would be, yep, the fat phobia intertwined with the racism that um, mm-hmm. one girl faces in the fitting with a. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. was she called again? Takara. Takara, that Takara faces at the fitting, yeah. Awful. And my third, huh, would be Janice Dickinson. I'm just yes. so concerned and, yeah, she frightened me a lot, as she said about the picture. That girl scared me. This scared me. This scared me. <laughs> She scared me. Yeah, so that would be my three of the week.
1: I'm, like, irrationally afraid of Janice Dickinson. Like, what if she yeah. somehow hears this podcast that only 20 people have listened to?
0: This is not a Janice Dickinson stan <laughs> And
1: then she hears it and then she yells at me. I'm really scared of her. Nice. I feel like because I watched her be so horrible to people throughout my childhood.
0: Maybe we can dedicate it to her to and then it sort of balances it out. You
1: think that'll make her um forgive us?
0: I think, yeah, just appeal to her ego straight email, away. Maybe.
1: okay okay i'll give it some time to think about it if i really want to give her that honor and i think this barely covers the insanity of America's sex top model like um tyra screaming at people tyra pretending to faint when they go um on holidays um take them abroad when um they one model cheats on her boyfriend oh, some what? of the models shag each other <gasps> um there is just so much juicy stuff to mine on America's Next Top Model the photo shoots where they make them pretend they're in a romance novel I used to love that one the twins two twins and then one of the twins comes out gay during the show See, and the other twin they're identical twins I don't
0: know any of this so this makes me really excited to maybe ...cover future episodes of uh, T M on the podcast.
1: That's what I'm thinking. So, if you've got... If you're, you know, an AMTM watcher like I was as a child... This is not an endorsement of ANTM. I don't want to give them any money or no. pay Tyra Banks or line her pockets. Um, we think she's terrible. But we do think the show can be insane and entertaining to talk and about and watch. It was crazy. So, if you two also feel the same way about America's Not Start Model... Um, we would love to hear what season you want us to cover. Mm-hmm. Perhaps even if there's an episode that you think is particularly yeah. insane, we might want to cover on the podcast.
0: Or a moment, and we can cover that episode. Or a
1: moment. Um, so, yeah, basically, so many insane things happen in this week's episode. Yeah, you can tweet at us.
0: Yeah, at herpodcast underscore. And you can Instagram us.
1: At her.podcast.
0: Um And you can also get in touch with us via email and what's that address clara
1: uh with clara and finn at gmail.com
0: sick um so yeah if you have any suggestions for us to cover um please get in touch with us and we will take them on board i know we may be having um potential guests in the future episodes mm-hmm. so keep a lookout for that too and if
1: you've been following us on social media you'll see we did a little poll the other day mm-hmm. um about a potential game of Thrones episode yes. um no promises about when that will be out but we we got a few replies so we've got mm-hmm. some ideas i am a novice even yes. mm-hmm. um i've never seen a single episode although i have read the first book you have. so
0: and i've seen like 90 percent of it i yeah.
1: say so um we on 100% but we might do that at some point so let us know if you think
0: yes send us recommendations is it the last episode of season eight because that's what I'm leaning towards
1: could be don't give it all away now Um and also we are now available at a lot of different places. Ah, Yes. Um Spotify, Anchor. Um, you can find a full list. Google Google Podcasts. We're not yet on Apple Podcasts, but that should be coming in the next few weeks Ah, and we'll let you know. So exciting. Um but meanwhile you can follow us and if there's any way you can review us, maybe if you use Google Podcasts. Yeah, at, um, at least subscribe. Subscribe, you know us a little yes, yeah. give us some love
0: tell us how great we are yeah
1: <laughs> i run on validation um <laughs> no but we're having a lot of fun doing this we
0: are it's so fun i'm so glad to be doing it with you clara i'm so oh, excited to just chat with you and let everyone else join in in our chat as well mm-hmm. talk a bit about ourselves talk about these crazy tv shows but yeah it's just so nice to be chatting with you in this oh you too pandemic as well mm-hmm.
1: yeah living together it's lovely yeah and i want to thank everyone for listening everyone who's listened last week who's you know spread the word it's so nice yeah thank you to all our friends so much love
0: and new listeners and we're just so excited to grow and review these terrible and wild tv show episodes